Hello and welcome to The Two Companions, which sounds a bit like the Three Amigos, but it's definitely not. I'm Tom. And I'm Katie. This podcast is all about Doctor Who, and it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, say it anyway, that we are massive Doctor Who fans. Well, we're not complete, like, social outcasts. In fact, Katie's rather cool. I'm definitely a geek, but we both love <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> it goes across all levels, from geek to cool people. So we're going to discuss Doctor Who, and each week we're going to give you a roundup of the most recent episode that has aired on British television. Like, I don't know, a fan's podcast version of Doctor Who Confidential. So right now, it's, you know, four days to go until the release of Season 8, and we're gearing up for the first episode, Deep Breath, where we're going to be thrown headfirst (laughs) into Season 8 and a brand new Doctor. Everyone's aware, because it... I think it was announced on the 4th of August 2013 that Peter Capaldi is the new Doctor. Do you know what he's famous from? Uh, the Thick of It? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I have. It's awesome. It's awesome. And so what's it all about? What's The Thick of It all about? Politics. Politics. Yeah. That's it. That's all it's Pretty about. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, so it, is it British politics? British yeah, politics, isn't as far it? as I know. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of You've it. You've seen a little bit of yeah, it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's all about British politics, it's a common drama, and he plays a, a foul-mouthed spin doctor in it called Malcolm Tucker, and anyone who's seen the show knows Malcolm Tucker is a foul-mouthed dickhead yeah. who likes swearing his arse off. And so when he was unveiled a year ago in this like BBC, because the marketing for Doctor Who has gone mad, hasn't it? They're doing a world tour at the moment, him wow. and Jenna Louise Coleman, going all over the world, doing Q&As with all the fans, doing the trailers and giving out freebies and stuff. The amount of money behind that. Is, That's incredible. It's unbelievable. And so uh, straight away, when he was announced last year, the parodies came out. And I've got, I want to show you one of these parodies. I don't know if you've seen it I've before. I've not seen these. But this is, um, this is Malcolm Tucker as Doctor Who. What happened to me? Well, fucking time travel, <laughs> yes? You fucking enough. You need to learn to shut your fucking cave. Bend down, pick up. Any fucking weapon you can, and twat the fucking up. What the fuck is this ticketing a Soviet cunt? Run, you clever boy. Oh, fuck off! Hordes of fucking robot. I want you to make a bomb and explode it today. Life is interesting at last. I've been so fucking bored for the last two years. It's the end of the world as we know it. Wow. That's brilliant, isn't I'm it? I'm going to be disappointed if he's not like that as the Doctor. <laughs> so, like, family-friendly Doctor Who, and then you've got that. From Matt Smith to that. <laughs> to that, yeah. And it's quite funny, because he's like, after two years, life has finally become interesting. Because, um, obviously, one of the big things about uh, Matt Smith was that he was really kiddie at the beginning, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and with this, he's saying he's... Um, one of the big the big quote from all the marketing that's gone around is he's less user-friendly... Peter Capaldi's doctor is going to be less user friendly. Yeah, I can see that. You can see that. Mm. Don't you love that phrase though? It's so like corporate, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Less user friendly. I can see what they mean though, because he's kind of I don't know. Hmm. I've not I've not heard such a fantastic phrase since um uh, what's his name Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow uh, broke up a conscious, conscious uncoupling. uncoupling. Yeah, yeah. So what do we what what do you expect like the new doctor? Tell me tell me what you expect the new doctor to be like. Kind of evil, in a weird way. Just, just coming from Peter see. Cabaldi, just because he's so kind of out there, <laughs> but that, so opposite to Matt Smith, yeah. like so, yeah, because he was so friendly and mm. you know easy on the eye, yeah. a little cutie to Peter big Cabaldi. Chin, big yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, oh, okay. So um, obviously we've got two types of Doctor Who. Mm. We've got classic Doctor Who, 
and then you've got stuff, everything that comes from 2005. We're, we're, we'll call modern Doctor for now. Did you ever see any of the old stuff? I didn't. So you're a new... You're yeah, a new, yeah, very you're much modern. new. So I, I love the modern. From 2005 onwards. <laughs> yeah. And do you, can you believe that next year, next year, I think it was April time, 10 years since Doctor Who. Oh my God. Came back on our screens. 10 years since the modern one. Since the modern one, yeah. Wow. So we've already got like so much stuff we can talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you think you think the new Doctor is going to be darker? He's going to be darker. He's going to be badass. He's going to be badass. Yeah. Shall we, um, shall we watch the trailer from yes. the season eight? Please. And then you can... Um, oh, wait a minute. Let's see if I can actually type it in. So what was the first ever episode of Doctor Who that you watched? Oh, I don't know. That's really hard. Because when it first came upon the first modern one, I wasn't really that into it, I don't think. Mm. And then... Because it was kind of ridiculous. And then... So I don't really remember those ones. But then when kind of... The David Tennant ones, that's when I really got into it. Cool. Okay, so here's, here's the season eight trailer ready for you. Um, let's, let's see what you think of this. By the way, all these trailers are readily, readily available on YouTube. Um, but yeah, so I love that. Don't you love that line? Where are we going? Into darkness! It's so different. It's just so different, isn't it, from the Matt Smith one? Yeah. And the, um, the, the, the effects and the monsters seem like they're a lot... Yeah. A lot, well, it's still going to be as camp as before, but yeah, they look yeah. a lot better than the Slovene from... Do you remember Christopher Eccleston's Doctor? And they had the big... The big fat actors and then they open the zip. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very different to that. It's a lot... I don't know. Maybe they'll be actually a little bit scary Scary. in this one. Well, I don't know. Have you um, seen the Weeping Angels episode? Yeah. Oh, actually, no, they are terrifying, so... But that's great. I love love that episode because it's it's modern Doctor Who, but it's a brand new villain that we had never seen before, a new monster that was created from the new series by Stephen Moffat. And I think there's only... I can only... I mean, the Savine, obviously, but they were scary. The, the, the Weeping Angels were scary. Really scary. Everyone I've spoken to mm. about it who's ever seen it and that actually first, terrifying. And that first episode, which was carried on the shoulders by Carrie Mulligan, who's now obviously a massive Hollywood actress. Yeah. And she was in that, and that was 2007. Wait, she was in that? She was in that episode. I do not remember her Do you not remember there? that episode? No. Um, I, I remember the episode, but I don't remember She had long Carrie hair. Mulligan. This is the thing. She kind of cut all of her hair off when she went, to, when she went over to... Um, uh, when she went over to um, um, uh, Hollywood, and it's famous that she got that little cut. But yeah, this this is Carrie Mulligan in in. Um, Happy Saturday to you. Well, that's right that's, now. Before you even that's an advert because this is on YouTube. Oh <laughs> uh, dear! All right, um, come on. What's this? It's a man speaking. It's a man speaking. Carrie it's Mulligan. not actually got any Carrie Mulligan on it. Let's keep looking. See if we can find this quickly. Oh, there we go. No, but. 
I'll find it eventually. But she was in it. She was in it. She I was can't in the believe episode. That. Link. She's so big now. She's like super famous. Yeah, but I mean, this. I mean, there's a picture of her there. There's a there's a picture of her in it. She kind of had long hair, and then you've got the weeping angel there. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll have to go back and rewatch you have to that. Watch one. that. I think that's that's a Netflix job. Everyone's yeah. got Netflix. Other brands are available. Love film, but um. So yeah, and then other, other, other than that, you've got the only other new bad, good bad guy that was being created was Silence. Do you remember the Silence? Though technically, you should remember the Silence. Oh my God, they were pretty scary as well. They actually, were good, weren't they? that whole idea was actually you really. Th- every time you look away, you forget them. Right? That's it. That's it. That's it. They were really, they were really good, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were, were really good. Scary. I like those, and those are my two favourites from them. Um, from the new models. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were great because in that trailer, I mean, I personally and other people might have spotted it, but um, I didn't see any villains that haven't already any monsters that yeah. have been created. It was all the same, and then obviously you heard that voice. Yeah. You recognised the voice, the the Dalek-like voice. Yeah. Who was that? Do you not remember? No. Do you not recognise that? Sounds to me like Davos. Oh really? Yeah. Davos, because obviously last scene in um, Journey's End, yeah. 2004. Do you remember that with like David Tennant and the what was it, the Doctor Donna? No, I don't. Remember you don't remember it. that? I don't. I you need don't to go remember. back and watch these. Oh dear. Um, yeah, but it looks great because he looks like he's got a bit of a touch of amnesia as well, like the because the generation wasn't 100 yeah. percent back. And you know the big thing about this new Doctor is that technically he's the 13th, but technically he's. He's what? Not the thirteenth. Oh yeah, wait, we've di- we've discussed this before. Yes, right. How is he not the thirteenth? I can't remember. Okay, so David Tennant. Uh, well, first of all, it will just start with in, in chronological way as you would watch it on television. In the one with Davros, Journey's End, yeah. he's hit by a Dalek as he's yeah. running to meet Rose. You know that really beautiful scene and yeah. they're running towards each other. And then, as um, so, and then he has to regenerate. But because he's so the episode ends with him regenerating. Spoilers, by the way, if you've not seen it, you probably don't remember this. And he's, you know, and then it comes back and he throws his regeneration energy into his hand that got cut off from the Christmas invasion episode. Yeah. Right. And he's like, he used that as a regeneration, res- um, I don't know, bin to put all his energy in so that he could heal himself but not change himself. Right. So that's regeneration used up. Oh right. Okay. So that's and then obviously the Doctor yeah. Donna thing happened because the energy, um, regeneration energy hit. Donna created a human doctor and then yeah. Donna and um, so that's one down so that's so he was a 10th so that's his, he's now on his 11th life so then when he changes into um, when he changes into um, Matt Smith he's technically the 12th doctor yeah. and not the 11th and then they have the doctor the, um, the warrior doctor played by John Hurt is actually the 12th is actually the 12th doctor well yeah. he was technically the, the ninth doctor so that already pushes Chris Exxon back to the 10th. Um, no, wait a minute. It goes beyond that. So it pushes... He, there was the 8th, then John Hurt was the 9th, then Chris Eccleston was the 10th, David Tennant was the um, was the 11th. This is getting confused. This I'm getting is, really getting confused really in my head. 12 in my head. And then Matt Smith was the 12th, and then Peter Capaldi's like the 13th. But apparently he'd used up all his lives um, because... It already got pushed back one, so in fact, David Tennant is the tenth and the eleventh. So Matt Smith is the twelfth and the thirteenth. What? I think. I think. I think <laughs> basically, it works out. He has no lives left. Yeah. So that when he um, becomes so when so at the end of the time of the Doctor Christmas special, 
he has to be given a new life, a new regeneration by the Time Lords. Yeah. And you met the big crack in the wall yeah. that started Matt Smith's tenure off. It's brilliant, isn't it? That is really clever. Yeah, it's really clever. I've got to figure out in my head. It's yeah, really that's confusing. really mind-boggling. It's giving me a headache. But that's the best thing about time travel. It's really mind-boggling. Yeah. Like, you've got the paradox of going back in time. If you go back in time, you change something. It affects the future. And you may never go back in time to change it in the first place. Yeah. Paradox. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> moving on from that mindfuck. <laughs> yeah. Um... Also, in that, I mean, now we've got the first episode, Deep Breath. It looks like it takes place in Victorian London. Um, and then there's the actual Deep Breath trailer. Have you seen the Deep Breath tra- The actual one for the first episode. Um, I'm not sure if I have. It's which airs on Saturday. Um, and obviously, it's going to be big fanfare. They're doing what they did with the Day of the Doctor and they put it into cinemas as well. Um, which eventually... I think we, we should watch that in a minute, but it's all mainly based in uh, Victorian London, and you've got Madame Vastras coming back, as yeah. you saw, the, um, who was Silurian. Yeah. And then Jenny, and then Strax. And do you remember what Strax was? The no. Name? Do you remember the name of his alien species? See, this is where it really shows that I'm the massive geek, <laughs> and, and actually Katie's not, because she doesn't know the names of the creatures. She just watches it because it's loud, and it makes funny noises, and yeah. it's pretty... And she has a slight crush on Matt Smith. That's the only huge crush, watch. huge he, crush. He, like, and he, David Tennant. Really? really? Yeah. The only reason you watch it, you have no idea what they actually are. Do you know he's a Time Lord? How many <laughs> hearts does a Doctor have? I know he has two. Two hearts. Oh, good work. And how big's his... <laughs> how big's his penis? Oh, that's not loading up. But, um, okay, so let's just dive in straight away with the um, with the obvious thing. So your, your first Doctor is David Tennant. Yeah. Is he your favourite Doctor? No. Who's your favourite Doctor? Matt Smith. Why? I really liked the fez and the little bow tie. It was cute. I don't know, it's kind of cheeky and I really love the whole him and Amy Pond relationship. Oh, no, I love that. Worst it's awesome. No, ever. best companion. Best companion. Why? She's just so feisty and I don't know. She doesn't take any shit off anyone. Right. She's really good. And I really like how it starts from when she's a kid and he's like her imaginary friend, and I don't know, it's just really cute, there's just something really nice about it. But he fucked up her entire life. Well, he does. From the get-go. He does. But, I don't know, I just love it. You just love it. And I love the whole River Song thing from that as well. Really? I really like that, and that obviously comes from Amy, so... You like that. I actually see, for me, like, Stephen Moffat, when he took over the reins from Russell T. Davis when Matt Smith started, is, he was, um, like... You know, he was brilliant. He, some of his, the best episodes of season four and season three, because Blink was written, the Weeping Angel one, yeah. was written by Stephen Moffat. And so I think some of the best episodes are actually done by um, Stephen Moffat. But when he took over the reins, I just felt there was a sort of, like, uncoupling and it all went a bit weird. Okay. Not in, like, season five was good, but obviously the Doctor was... Um, it was just felt very kiddish. Yeah. Very childish and just had no purpose. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that mm. at the time. It was just so colourful. And then the TARDIS. Yeah. Fact word about the TARDIS. Davis Matt Smith's TARDIS. So when it changed at the beginning of that episode and you walk in. I mean, I didn't like that TARDIS layout. The whole kind of... I like the, it all being on different levels. Yeah. But the floor bit just looked like a studio floor. And then you got the raised bit, which was nice. And you could go underneath. Yeah, I quite like that. But fact word about that. Okay. The console was designed by a kid in a Blue Peter competition. What? Yeah. No, that can't be no, that was. can't be true. It was. Apparently it was either like the whole console or just one panel of the console. That's crazy. Broken up into Is consoles. Does Blue, Blue Peter even still exist? <laughs> I didn't think it did. 
<laughs> it's like it passes on from your life, doesn't it? It's yeah. like you go from like being, um, um, you watch it as a kid, like you grow up, and at first it's the boring show that you don't like watching that just comes on after news rounds. Oh, yeah. Then it becomes interesting as you get a little bit older and you try and do the makes, and then suddenly it kind of passes on and you watch it for nostalgia, and then suddenly you start going outside after school instead of going straight home to yeah, television. Yeah, exactly. And you forget, oh my God, is that still on? Yeah, I honestly don't think it is still on. <laughs> you can ask the same question. You always have, everyone's got a first doctor. Everyone's yeah. got a doctor that is their doctor. You can say the same about Blue Peter presenters. Yeah, I just remember the one who got sacked for doing all the Richard drugs. Bacon. Yeah, yeah, him. I think yeah. he's my, he's, he's my he's Blue Peter presenter. Yeah. See, for me, it was always um, Connie Hart, who was on it for years. Oh, Connie, yeah. Katie Hill. Kate Hill, was she blonde? Was she the blonde one? I think the... she's a blonde one with a really big smile. She's not, in, in, in hindsight, she's remember. not that fit, but I really liked her at the time. Oh, I when was, you were a kid when and I was you a kid, like, I, have a huge crush. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it was a strange, like, huge crush because I was probably a bit young to have crushes on people, but it was no, a weird thing. No, never too young. Really? Kids, yeah, I had a crush on Sean Bean when I was, like, 10. And he was about 40. <laughs> <laughs> so, why did you have a crush on Sean Bean? What from Sharp. Seen he was from in Sharp, Sharp yeah. Fantastic. The whole soldier thing. The whole soldier thing, the whole running yeah. around in a green jacket. Yeah, he was he was a hero. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I want more of that in Doctor Who. I yeah, want more exactly. kind of like, you know, ruggedness and like Um well Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi, yeah. Massively rugged in comparison. So I missed this point earlier on, but I'll go back to it. So you're Katie's a modern Doctor Who fan, and I'm kind of a classic, as in I remember so my I guess my Doctor is David Tennant, but my first Doctor would have to be um John Pertwee. Mainly because my dad always let me watch it because he said it looked like he when in that opening credit sequence his face appears and his face looks exactly like my granddad then, Aww. which was really cool. So it was always like my granddad was the doctor. Oh, that's so sweet! And my granddad actually did have this garage, um, which was like an old like. Was it a TARDIS? It was like a TARDIS because <laughs> you go in there and the things you would find in there were just unbelievable. You find all these fantastic different inventions my my granddad had made. It was a proper tinkerer's like you know my and he, my dad he was quite. He was a traditional man, so he was very quiet. But as soon as we got him in that garage, he became quite eccentric. But as soon as he got indoors, it was like, nope, nope, I'm a man, I don't do that kind of thing. As soon as he got outside, like, I remember as a in kid, the in the kid, in the TARDIS, in the TARDIS, I was allowed to swear. But as wow. soon as I swore inside the house, nope, that's the <laughs> but, um, but no, so um, obviously for new, new Doctor Who, modern Doctor Who fans, it's weird, so you've got an old Doctor. I know, I find that weird because they've all been so young recently and you've had that whole thing with the um, with the companions that are almost sexy, like, will they, won't they? Obviously they never will, but you still have that. But with Peter Capaldi, I think it's going to be very different. Really? I can hear all classic Doctor Who fans now just slamming their foreheads, face <laughs> themselves, going, really? Because a lot of uh, classic Doctor Who fans, I don't have this problem at all because I'm, I'll call myself a Josh Whedon fan. Mm-hmm. And so the whole Buffy thing, in which kind of... I think Buffy brought back Doctor Who because it showed that weirdness and Monsters of the Weeks can actually work. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, a lot of classic fans were like, why did the Doctor touch his companion? He's like 900 years old. <laughs> They've always known him as an older man. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's always been known as this kind of, like, granddad figure. Because originally, in the first one with William um, Hartnell in 1963, he took his, grand- his granddaughter around, Susan. Oh! Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, so it was him, and he was a proper old man then. Do you remember what he looks like? No. You know? I'll show him pictures of that. And um, and he and he, so he was literally travelling around with his granddaughter because obviously that was back when there wasn't much mythology and they kept yeah. changing things. It was like who is the doctor? And um, 
And so, yeah, Rumit Manu is granddaughter, so he's known as, like, an old man. So for a lot of um, classic Doctor Who fans, this is a return to what we know and love about Doctor Who. And the whole um, companion thing is more, it's going to be like, it almost seems like in that trailer, he's sitting there and he's like, who am I? I've got dementia. And so generally his karma is going to turn into his care. Oh, no, don't say that. That's not, no, no. (laughs) That's not going to happen. Doctor. No way, no way. I, I don't know. I think it. I think it might. I think it might be um, a bit as good. But then you see that that is the first doctor. Have you oh, ever wow. seen that before? Yeah, no, I have. Yeah. Wow, that's very different to what you the expect from the doctor. You know, doctors I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I think they needed a young doctor to get the new get yeah. people back into it and yeah. to get kind of a different audience into it because I would never have thought myself a Doctor Who fan really before yeah. um, the modern ones came on and it got a bit. Sexy. See, what what do you think? Now, this is going to be quite interesting, um, if I can think, remember his name, of this Doctor. Now, what do you think of him? Oh, yeah, I know him. He, Yeah, he's all right. Yeah? Yeah, he's... he's uh, fit. So if he, because he was about to say about that... Yeah, no, he's, he's fit. Rugged. Yeah, he's fit. Yeah, rugged. So right now, I'm showing her a picture of Paul McGann, who's obviously we know as the eighth Doctor, um, and who had his TV movie, which I thought, as a kid, I love that. See, that was one of the first things, because that was 96, so I was under the age of 10, and, um, and that came out, and I was, and I, I, was, I thought it was brilliant, and then after that, I'd already seen a bit of Classic Doctor 2, and actually, I remember being actually fond of the Daleks when I was little, little, yeah. and then got to watch this, and so I'd be going back to it, and it was, it was fantastic. So, like, you know, this is one of the, again, another one of my, like, you know, early Doctors, and um, obviously he came back for the... Did you see the night of the Doctor? Yes. With the little precursor when he comes in. Yeah. He's like, I'm the Doctor, but probably not the one you was expecting. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so... Um, yeah, so this is very much a um, like a return to the norm with a new Doctor. And we're going to have a new companion in this one as well. We've yeah. got Jen Louise Common, we've got this um, guy. And I've tried to avoid a lot of the marketing stuff for this because I think the marketing has gone OTT. But you haven't seen much of it. No, either. I've not seen too much yeah. of it. That's because she has a social life. <laughs> and um, she goes out and stuff. But I think um, they've got a new doctor who's going to... Uh, uh, sorry, a new companion who's going to be a guy. And I think that would be quite nice. Yeah, I think that's going to be nice. Because yeah. it's... I think probably it has been a bit too much young girl, young guy. Girl, girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and even from the get-go, in the first ever episode of Doctor Who, he had his granddaughter... And then two teachers who worried about her because she some, she knew all these things that she shouldn't know, like oh, wow. the equation to the um, speed of light, because she was a time lord as well, apparently. And that he, um, so she, they followed her home to Totter's Lane, to a scrapyard where the TARDIS was, and went inside and got, so straight away there was more than one companion. Yeah. So, which I think, I think would be good. But who is your favourite companion? I really, really, really liked Amy Pond. Which why? I know I've already said, and I know you don't agree, but I really liked oh, her. Okay, why did you like her then? I know we kind of covered this. Yeah, yeah, we have kind of covered this. Um, I don't know. I just really like the story behind it. Like I really sass. liked it. Yeah, like I liked the sass, and I liked her and Rory. Yeah. Even though Rory was a bit of a wet blanket. See, I preferred Rory to Amy. No. I, I I kind of thought they kind of yeah they kind of were very much yin and yang, but I thought Amy was just like, and I I personally didn't find Karen Gillan attractive. Well, she's she's not that attractive, really. Mm-hmm. Even though I think they tried to make her. I mean, the, I think the first time we saw her as an adult wasn't she dressed as a stripper gram? Yeah. Um, and I was like, I would not pay for that. <laughs> no. Straight away. She, she's not that attractive. But I just think in that role, she is a little bit. Yeah. 
Just playing, I think she's good against Matt Smith. I think they're really good together. See, my my favourite companion was Billy Piper. Yeah. Why? It's Billy Piper. Because she brought it back, and at the time when she first brought it back, she would have a bit of chunk on her, and it was nice. And because I didn't like her when she came back for um, the end of season four. Yeah. When she comes back from the other dimension. Yeah. Because she she seemed really skinny, and it kind of made her seem like she had buck teeth. Yeah. But now, my favourite companion is Jenna Louise Coleman. She can do no wrong in my eyes. Why? Just because she's pretty? No, because she's brilliant as well. Because obviously she had the whole kind of really interesting way of being led in. I mean, Stephen Yeah, Moffitt, that was a really interesting introduction for her. When she dies, like in the first episode. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, I thought she was going to be the new companion and then she's dead. Which and... was a really good marketing technique. Yeah. But something they'd already kind of done with River Song. Yeah. You've got the David Tennant episode, Science and the Library. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Which one was that one? The Remind one me. where the, they kind of do, um, the Doctor and Donna are in the in the library, and, the, and it's a planet library. I do remember them being in the library, and then no one's there. And yeah. what's killing them is um, shadows. Yeah, and um, I do remember that. It was creepy. Yeah, it was really, really good and creepy. And then uh, all these people turn up to like protect the planet and the core, the center of the planet, the computer core, the center of the planet. And um, in it is River Song, Professor River Song. And he and she suddenly knows a doctor. Yeah. And then you remember that great scene, and only David Tennant can put it off. And where he whispers, in, she whispers in his ear, and he and he's like, <gasps> and his face is just like, oh my god, what has she just said to me? Oh my god! And it's like he and he, and he says to Donna later on, she just told me my name, and there's only one person who would ever tell me that, only one person who ever could, you know. Yeah. And that's um and that's because it's like he was married to her. And, yeah. But he hadn't met her yet. And it was weird because she was like, you look so young and stuff like that. Oh, I you loved know. River Song. Yeah. And then obviously came back. And so they'd already done that kind of backwards timeline yeah. thing. And the whole season six was based upon them meeting in the wrong order. Yeah. And they get mad at the end. Oh, I, I did love that, yeah. that whole wrong order thing. Yeah, and, it was really, yeah. really nice. And then the bit where um, he kisses her and he goes, oh, you've never done that before. And she's like, what? <laughs> you've never kissed me before. Oh, fuck, that means it's the end. <laughs> you know. And then... Um, but then, so yeah, bringing Jenna Louise Coleman in is like, you know, this like kind of, kind of almost sassy kind of, I take things as they come sort of lass. And yeah, but I thought Amy was like that. Yeah, but I know, I kind of thought like, Amy was arrogant and Jenna Louise Coleman was just like, and? She wasn't arrogant. I felt she was. No, you're wrong. I, did, I felt like she had this kind of like thing about her that made her just go, um, and I, I don't know, just, she was just like, I'm Scottish and Scottish people are angry, so deal with it. And I'm so pretty and Rory loves me, but I love the doctor, so fuck off. No. I just, I just, I just, felt, I just felt this kind of like, um, like indignant arrogance about her that just seemed like, I don't know. And I, was, I think you're prejudiced against Scottish people. I think that's what's really? going on. Really? No, yeah. I love Scottish people. I love Scottish whiskey, especially. <laughs> I, Scotland is great. Please don't leave the UK. I, I, don't, want, I don't want import tax on my, <laughs> yeah. on my whiskey. No. <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I know, but generally it's common. I think she's just got... She's, she's got a great screen presence. Never oh, yeah, seen her in anything before. Never no, seen has she been in oh, Emmerdale? Yeah. Never seen that. And then, then in that, she's um, she is gorgeous and she's fit. She's got a yeah. great figure. Oh, yeah. She's but hot. I just think... She plays it well, and she kind of, and she plays the whole flirting with Matt Smith thing great, mm. without actually taking it too far, like Billy Piper did, and yeah. obviously the worst companion. Who? Who is the worst companion? Donna. No. Martha. Oh, Martha! Yeah. I forgot about Martha. Everyone forgets about Martha because she was awful. She had one good, couple of good scenes in, um, I think, in the season finale with the Master. Yeah. Remember that? And when Doctor Who gets aged. 
when Tenny gets aged up and stuff. Yeah, that was really creepy. That was really good. I really like that. Apart from the whole I'm floating at the end because yeah. I've synced myself into the <laughs> psychic, into the archangel matrices. Um, but yeah, no, I, but I thought she was awful. She just screamed the entire time. Just riding around going, my family, oh, I'm a nurse. I'm training to be a doctor. Do you remember the one who, um, the blonde one who is now married to David Tennant, who played his daughter, Yeah. who is actually the daughter of a previous doctor? Can you tell me which doctor? No, I can't. I can't remember his name. Come on, let's see if you can, let's see if you can get it. Um, fifth doctor. Who's the fifth doctor? Yeah, I do not remember his you name. You don't remember his name? I know who he is, but I do not remember his name. Funny enough, fact him about him. Hopefully people at home... A shame we can't have phone-in competitions. <laughs> because right now, I want to see if people have already guessed it. He's the fifth Doctor, which should give it away pretty well, but he was also the youngest Doctor before Matt Smith. Really? He, he does look pretty young He's very young there. Um, and when he took over from... Obviously, he took over from... He took over from... The Fourth Doctor. The Fourth Doctor. Well done, you can count. He took over from Tom Baker in 1981. Um, oh, Peter Davison. Peter Davison, yeah. that's the one, yeah. Yeah, no, he was a great Doctor, apart from his obsession with cricket, which kind of was just a bit like... Okay. Yeah, I don't know what he, what he wears. I think it's quite... Yeah, I, I like to see what the Doctors wear, and I don't like yeah. that. No, I think I think, I, I think after um, after uh, Tom Baker's Doctor, I think there was a period where you had Peter Davison, then you had Colin Baker and... Colin, um, Sylvester McCoy and they all wore really strange outfits yeah um, but yeah no he's the um, father of Georgia Moffat who's yeah, a fantastic actress and he um, and after that episode they met and they, they got married which I think is really sweet and slash creepy really sweet. because you know um, but that episode was great when he kind of got, he gets called to a planet yeah. by a time lord and he's like what the hell is going on and then it turns out him turning there ha- made it happen and the daughter came out. Yeah, it was and really good. I feel like she's been underused. I feel like she could have come back. I know, it could have been a way bigger part of the story mm. and maybe she will come back. I don't think so. I think that kind of got dropped because obviously at the end she was regenerating. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, something's happening to me. And then, um, and then, but then I think they just did that with a song. Yeah. They kind of just took that away with... Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that whole kind of... Because technically he's a, she's a daughter of the TARDIS. Yeah. But she, he was... Georgia Moffat was a clone of... Um, David Tennant. It is a shame they didn't make that into a bigger thing. Yeah. So let's have a look at some of the other Doctor's outfits. So this is Colin Baker, who's a sixth Doctor. See, now he looks like a um, Blue Beetle presenter or something. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, he really, really does. It was like crazy. Oh, a little cat brooch. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) You actually want to take some tips. But look, they started doing this thing in the 80s where they started putting question marks on him. They started taking the name who, literally. I do not like that. Right, and then let's do the... Seventh, uh, I can spell seventh. I can't spell seventh. This is really bad. And this is the seventh doctor, Sylvester McCoy, who is actually at the moment in The Hobbit. Who is he in The Hobbit? Uh, Radagast. Oh, yeah. So, look again, you've got his whole. Um, I do not like that at all. Really annoys me, even though he had a great episode where they go back to just before the first episode of Doctor Who and he has to defeat the uh, Daleks at the school. Which is the school Jenna Louise Coleman's working in at the beginning of the day of the Doctor. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah, he has this umbrella with a big question mark on no, the top of his horrible. jumper. And it's great. He started off as a kind of... Again, he had a really great character development, like Matt Smith. He started off as a bit of a fool, a bumbling yeah. fool, who would accidentally press on the right thing and make you know the spaceship blow up. By the end, he was more of like... I kind of consider him like a, a Doctor Who um, Columbo. So he was a little old man who wore a funny little outfit and looked like, you know, he couldn't harm a fly. And he would just walk in and he would just be like, 
just one more thing, Davos. I, uh, and then suddenly, you know, and it, and it would fix it because he acted the fool, but really he, he, he wasn't. He acted like this innocent old but man. But he's very like Matt Smith. Yeah. And then obviously, by, but by the end, he was a lot more serious and he had yeah. this kind of like weight on his shoulder, which was the best thing about Matt Smith, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was like that change in that outfit halfway through his tenure. Yeah. And he suddenly got darker and he was always walking around going... I have the look of I have the world on my shoulders. Oh bless him. I always just wanted to give him a hug. I was just I just melted when he did those eyes. I know. The Matt Smith eyes. The Matt Smith eyes. <laughs> um he was almost he almost dressed him like a pirate, didn't he? Really? Yeah, have you not seen that? I've not seen that at all. Yeah, there was this thing the other day about um the outfits he almost wore and um he almost was dressed like a pirate. Yeah. Not like that. Yeah. First pick of Doctor Twelve Doctor while shooting, they nearly dressed him. Oh my god, that is awful. He's yeah, wearing, he's so even bad. Got a, a red and um, white stripy top underneath. That's no. really bad. But then I really like the next choice. He looked very suave. Oh, what this? So he's got like a double-breasted jacket, almost like what he wore at the beginning of season six of Doctor Who. Like a dark pea coat. Yeah, like a dark brown pea coat, double-breasted, big skinny black tie, skinny black tie, dark shirt, waistcoat. He almost looks like kind of a version of what he looked ended up looking like in. Um, um, at the end of Doctor Who, but with the, with a tie instead of a bow yeah, tie, yeah, it was really nice. But obviously, the problem with these outfits, right, and even the, even the pirate one, which looks stupid, um, is that he looks like he's just some guy walking around London trying to be cool. Yeah, he doesn't look like he an looks alien. a bit like a hipster. He, yeah. I remember when they first unveiled him, and I was really pissed off. Mm. After David Tennant, I was just like, I don't, I don't like him. Yeah, because he just looks like a young kid trying to be cool, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, and then. Obviously, the outfit he ended up with was, I think, just eccentric enough. I loved it. To be... You wouldn't see anyone wearing it on the street, but it was still kind of fashionable and cool. Yeah, I actually wore that outfit for Halloween last year. Really? Yeah. That's fantastic. I think we have to put pictures up. I think that'll be the cover of the uh, podcast, <laughs> if you're in that outfit. But, um, but yeah, no, I think the outfit then, because it's very much... Look, that, that first outfit, that jacket's very similar, isn't it? Yeah, it is, actually. That and could even be the exact same, same jacket. Yeah. And then they brought it in, and then obviously his outfit ends up being this kind of Victorian gentleman yeah. thing with a bow tie. But I love it. By the end, he works out as this, um, this like you know, angry, like kind of old man, yeah, sort of thing, weight of the world on his shoulders. And, yeah. But um, I didn't like seeing that though. Like it made me sad in the last episode when he got all old and. Oh, I didn't mean that actually. Oh right. Yeah, I mean that old episode. He looked like a bad guy from the eighties. Yeah, he did. I didn't like it at all. Makeup. I think old people make up when they put prosthetics on people. It's it, disgusting. It doesn't look as any better than what they did in um, in uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. When they tried to old people up. Yeah, yeah. Just looks awful. It was, um, it was good. Right. Okay. So now we're going to move on to um, your favourite alien. I don't know. You don't know. It's too hard. I don't know. You don't know your favourite. Okay. What about let's do your favourite episode. What's the episode that just clings in your mind? Um, or even if, if if you can't think of that, your favorite story arc. My favorite what? Story arc. Story arc. Arc, yeah. So like, for example, in the first season, you've got the big bad wolf. Yeah. And in the second season, we've you've got the Torchwood stuff coming in slowly. Oh yeah. And um, and then obviously, but then they've got the individual standalone episodes of the um, Alien of the Week. Yeah. You know, what's your, what's your favorite one? I quite liked. Actually, do you know what? It's an episode, and it's really ridiculous because it's not even a good episode. But I really like that episode. Do you know when they were in... Um, I think they were actually asleep. They are actually on the TARDIS heading for the CERN, 
and they were they were asleep. I know it's terrible, but I really liked it. That or you, you um, I've forgotten what that. I can't oh. remember what the episode is called. But it's basically so. It's, and um, Amy Pond is pregnant. Yes, it's so they wake up um, and it's so it's eleventh Doctor Matt Smith in the first season five, and he wakes up and he's um, and they're they're in that little village where they yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you know it's been a few years, and Amy Amy Pond's pregnant with Rory's kid. And it's just really random, and then suddenly they wake up yeah. on the TARDIS, and it's um, and they're and they're, they're being flown. <clears throat> the TARDIS is dead, and they're flying into a cold star. Yeah. And it turns out that some um, like space pollen of some sort has got caught up in the time in the TARDIS, and like it's kind of developed and giving them all sort of like a Time Lord hay fever, which yeah. makes them develop this. Um, the Dream Lord, as he called himself, yeah, a little, little hipster. That's a little it. Man. And he's played by Toby Jones, who is a fantastic actor, strange-looking bloke, but very, very good. And that episode's called Amy's Choice. I just thought it was really sad because it's mm. almost when you first start watching it, mm. you think, oh, it's almost like they've had like this cute little happy ending mm. kind of thing. But then you start to realise that maybe they haven't. There's yeah. something not right. And you get that and you don't actually know which one's the real one. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, that's the thing about season five and that's the thing, I think, the reason, do you know why there wasn't a fifth season for David Tennant? No. Because he didn't have the, um, the BBC didn't have the budget to do it because it was so expensive to make so they did the specials instead. Then obviously, new t- Doctor a bit, but reinvestment of money sort of thing. And um, but I think the first season of Doctor Who, of uh, season five of Doctor Who with Matt Smith, feels really cheap. Yeah. Because when you look at it, I mean, it's literally filmed in a village. And I think the grading on the camera, it's still good, but there's a there's a thing about it that just like, you know, we're on Earth again. Yeah. It's not like an alien city and it feels really... Yeah, it would have been quite... I mean, it would have been quite cheap to make. And... I guess so. It, we don't know. Obviously, we don't know how much it's made. But it's just, again, it's very Earth-centric and there's not yeah. much in the way of special effects in it, which is great for... A, you know, and it's a really good storyline. Yeah, I just quite liked it. I don't know why. Yeah. It is good. I do like it. And then Roy dies and then you've got um, Matt Smith driving the Volkswagen coming down. And it's, again, very TARDIS-centric as well. Yeah. But I know, and then obviously from season six onwards, they have something which made Doctor Who a lot better, um, production quality-wise. American money. <laughs> BBC America started getting yeah. into it and it, it started um, wrapping up. But that's your favourite episode of Doctor Who. It's probably not my favourite all-time episode, but it's just the one that kind of sticks in my head. Yeah. It's the one I remember. There is also always the one with the uh, the flying fish. That was pretty good. The Christmas one. You know, oh. where they did that take of um, A Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is a good episode. Yeah, actually. yeah, that yeah, I did. I did really like that. That's the one where I really started first liking um, Matt Smith, because he was very good at doing the whole kind of, you know... Um, no, I don't accept this. I'm angry now. No one yeah. talked to me. But I think in the Christmas Carol, he got the silliness and the yeah. kind of angriness right at the same time. I really like the angriness when he. I like angry Matt Smith. Yeah, it's good. He does when he does that really angrily. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> cool. So I think you know now. I think we're set up for our first episode as this Saturday. Yeah. Twenty third. Are you gonna be watching it live? Are you watching it broadcast? Or do you have plans on Saturday? I don't think I have plans on Saturday. I think I'm going to stay in and watch it. I think this is a big thing. I think everyone needs to watch Doctor. I think there's something about watching broadcast yeah. television. Watch Day of the Doctor. Don't, I'm not going to go to cinema to watch it. No. I'll watch it on BBC One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when it's shown. I don't want to hear about it and then watch it afterwards. I want to no. watch it yeah. 
Same with me. The, the first same time. with me. I want to watch it then, and um, so it'd be pizza, beer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, and but like, I don't eat pizza or drink beer. But so you can do something completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do your own version. What yeah. sushi and white wine? Probably, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but um, okay, so we're going to do. So we're going to watch that, and then we're going to reconvene. Yes. And we will discuss what we thought of the first episode, and more importantly, where we think the rest of the episodes, where, yeah. where the whole season's going. Yeah, what we think of I'm it. excited. Um, um, okay, um, what would you like to see? We'll finish off with this. What would you like to see in Doctor Who season eight? You go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, because. I'm a big fan of Peter Capaldi and him yeah. becoming the... He's the first Doctor since um, since they brought it back. I haven't gone, no, he's going to be shit! Because I thought yeah. that about David Tennant and Matt Smith. He, and I'm really nervous. So I actually just want to see Peter Capaldi do what he does in the trailer. Be angry, yeah. be cool. And I want to see Doctor Who from old, but I don't want it to lose any of its fast-pacedness. But yeah. I would like a more coherent story. Matt Smith's Doctor seemed to have very incoherent stories. You go back and watch them again and you pick up on them a little bit. Yeah. But I would like a complete story and I want the epicness of Russell T. Davis's Doctor Who, um, Matt David Tennant's Doctor Who. It yeah. had an epic quality to it that always made you just, David Tennant was so charismatic, just fell yeah, in love was. with him. he really was. And you, you genuinely believe that him running with his coat billing in the background yeah. could actually save the world. That's what I want back. Yeah. I want that back. I want the epicness. I think we're going to get that with Peter Capaldi. Mm. I think yeah. it is going to be pretty epic. Yeah. I think I'm quite excited to see what it's going to be like with the companions and like with the male companion and stuff. Yeah. I'm quite excited to see how that's going to develop. Yeah. And I'd like, I'd really like to see um, some old fashioned, some more old fashioned baddies come back. Yeah. Which obviously you may not know. No. But, um, so yeah, what would you like to see? Um, <laughs> I just, I think I want to see kind of I'm kind of the same as you. Like, I want him to be... I want to see kind of a bit a bit of a more serious Doctor because I have enjoyed, obviously, Matt Smith's fun Doctor. I think I want to see yeah, a bit more serious. Um, yeah. Scary. Scary, scary. Scared. Yeah, exactly. Serious and scary. But then it'd be interesting to see if Peter Capaldi does take on a tiny little bit of that kind of... Comedy. Comedy, yeah. Comic timing, yeah. That yeah, would be which I'm sure he will because, you know, he's a great comment actor oh it's exciting okay on that bombshell i think um yeah i think that's it i think we'll see you um next week and we'll we'll reconvene for our thoughts on the first episode of doctor who deep breath airing this saturday on bbc one say goodbye bye